0: 995 gold. That's 833 995 gold. 833 995 G O L D. com pure talk the cell phone service my family relies on is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries as you plan your summer travel make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad unlimited talk text plenty of 5g data for just 20 dollars a month that's less than half the price of verizon at&t or t-mobile Go to puretalk.com slash Clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Clay, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast.
1: Everybody, third hour of the uh, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show starts right now. Lines open 800-282-2882. We mentioned uh, the jobs report. It's always so fun when you understand that media, news media for a place like the New York Times is such overt propaganda. Now, uh, they're saying that the U.S. job growth slows but remains strong over here. 236,000 jobs in March, which is not great. But they're saying it shows the Federal Reserve's inflation fighting campaign is taking hold. OK, so even when it's not so good. And the jobs are dropping down. That's a good thing because, you know, they got to convince everybody this economy that most of us believe is about to really take a dive. And all of us feel is not so good. How's your 401k doing? How's the price of eggs? Oh, I know there was a thing about the chickens and the virus and everything else. But still, inflation is high. Food, everything else is expensive. We'll talk about all that in a little bit. And also, how how can it be that the expectation is for everyone? Joe Biden's going to run again, and yet Demo- Democrats are like, well, we don't want Joe Biden to run. Tells you a lot about where their psychology is. But I'm going to start with something else today, uh, Clay, which I'd mentioned to the team before. I'm I'm here in New York. And I am visiting uh, my family here for uh, Easter. I know today is Good Friday for those of you who are Christians and and uh, you know celebrate these holidays. Well, today is obviously a day of solemnity, but Sunday will be uh, the resurrection of Jesus. And anyway, so I'm up here for uh, for vacation, Clay. And I'm always curious. I'm I'm thinking I'm back and forth between New York and Florida a fair amount. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, what's it really like in the city these days? And I this morning, I, I hopped on the subway, as I used to do at one point four times a day was how often I was on the subway in 2019. I was going up and back and then up and back again for two different shows uh, that I had to do in New York City. And so I, I'm, I'm on the subway uh, platform. I'm, I'm walking up, and I get to the top of the stairs, not on the street level, but in the sort of interior where you can cross over if you want to go uptown or downtown on the New York City subway. And I I see a guy, who is standing there, and uh, I I don't I don't know how to say this other than to say this on the radio, but he was, um, you know, Treat,
0: treating his body like an amusement park. Yes, yes.
1: He was he was staring at women walking up the steps and masturbating, was what was going on at nine o'clock in the morning, the, at, in Columbus Circle. This is what I saw. Guys, now he's sort of covered, you know, covered himself a little bit with a with a jacket, but you could you could see what the guy is doing. Okay, I don't know what you could see what this guy is doing, and I had this moment in my head. I go, well, what am I supposed to do? I look around. Right, he hadn't, he didn't, he didn't assault anyone, he didn't touch anyone. Okay, so it's it's not a an imminent threat to anyone's you know physical safety. It's just this guy's doing this thing. And some of the team here told me they've seen this before. I have never in all my decades. At
0: 9 a.m., for people who don't know New York City well, at 9 a.m., and this is theoretically a nice area of New York City, right? It's Columbus Circle. I mean, it's where the Columbus statue is. It's very, uh, you know. Right by Central Park, right by the big Time Warner
1: building. And, and, and I'll be honest, a, a pretty I've nice seen, area of New York. I've seen a lot in New York in my years here. And I used to be, I was a young guy here. I used to go out till you know, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, I've done all that stuff. So I've seen some stuff. This was so shocking to me that I actually kind of, I was like that. I, I had a moment of disbelief. I'm like, there's no way this guy's actually just doing that right there like that. You know, I've seen, you know. Going to the bathroom in public—that everybody's doing that here. Who's you know, not everybody, but you know what I mean. Like every crazy person you see who's a vagrant um, is you know going and uh, going on the streets because it's not illegal anymore in New York. It used to be you could get arrested, get a, a summons for it, but now you do whatever you want anyway. I know this is gross, folks, and I'm sorry, but I'm walking up and I'm thinking to myself, all right, let, let's let's uh, let's play this out of my head for a second. I look around, no cops anywhere, no cops anywhere. Because I would have, you know, flagged an officer down, and I go, all right. So now I'm supposed to go find an officer, I guess, and I'm supposed to say, sir, this is what I saw. I'm supposed to maybe walk the officer. I, I by the way, I don't know where this cop's going to be. I'm not going to, I'm going to call nine one one over this. Um, other people, by the way, I'm not. There are masses of people walking by this guy. Like no I one just is kept even... going.
0: I mean, I, I, I would have kept going, but I think it speaks to. The lack of safety and decorum that exists in the public transportation now that this could even occur and that most people are just going to roll their eyes and keep going. And I, it, it's, it's such a ridiculous, and no, that's kind of a pun almost, such a ridiculous right. situation and, to find yourself. And in.
1: I know people, you know, I, I understand people that don't deal with there are, and there's there's this has been a long time, uh, you know, in the making. But, uh, you know, if you live in like a pretty nice suburban area of the country, you know, if you're from like a suburb of of Houston or if you're from, you know, you're not seeing the kind of stuff we're seeing in New York City. OK, so I'll just just put that out there. You're but not, you are you're, if
0: you're in downtown San Francisco. Oh, yeah. Or you're in L.A. But but this is or what I mean. You are
1: in any of these big cities. Now. It's It's hard. It's hard for people that live in places with more order. To understand the level of disorder in some of these, you know, urban Democrat strongholds. Now, San Fran, Seattle, L.A., by the stuff that I've seen on yep. recent trips to Los Angeles going on. I'm like, really? You know, Santa Monica, uh, Venice Beach, the stuff that's going on the streets there. Anyway, but I just I just walked through this. Keep in mind, Alvin Bragg just indicted Trump. You know, we, we see what, a, what a, a total clown show the justice system has turned into here in New York City. Let's say I say something to this guy. Let's say I say, you know, how, you know, how dare you, sir? And let's say, and now we really gotta think this through, he puts hands on me, which this is not a good place for me to be. It's not a good place for me to be, folks. You know, you're thinking this one through. So he's grabs me it's with like those. two
0: naked guys fighting in a locker room. You may not like the naked, uh, naked guys fighting, but you're probably just gonna let them have at it.
1: But, you know, he, he puts, he puts hands, <laughs> hands on me, which is really, and, you know, and we get into a scuffle. Maybe then police arrive or something, you know, whatever. <laughs> And I say, Hey, this is what this guy was doing. What, what, well, he's going to say he wasn't. He's going to say, you know, that, that, you know, I, I started something with him. He was actually, he was just fixing his belt or he was going to come up with some, you know, explanation for what was going on that, you know, had nothing to do with anything. And, you know, and now it's, now it's, you know, right wing radio host accuses. I'm sure they'll go back and they'll find that, you know, the guy got some award in the third grade, like honor <laughs> scholar of doing, you know, un, unspeakable things. And, you know, it just you can't trust the system here at all, is my point. I i, I have no faith, even if they find out this guy has got, you know, is wanted for different sex crimes and has, you know, got all kinds of stuff in his past, I can't trust that they're going to take my word for what was going on here and they go up to this guy. I mean, so, Clay, how does this get better in places like this? This is my ultimate point. How is it going to improve? I've been here for 24 hours. My first step on this, literally first day, first steps on the subway. This is what I see?
0: I, I, well, first of all, the answer is this person has to fear punishment in order to behave. I mean, that that's the number one rule that I think we've lost. No one really fears the punishment for their wrongfulness. And I think about it, at least you're a grown man. Imagine how many people, Buck might have experienced that as it's Easter weekend. Let's say you brought your family into New York because you want to be there for the for the holiday, and the, one of the first things you see is a guy treating his body like an amusement park, and you've got an 8-year-old with you or a 12-year-old, and you're trying to walk up the stairs, at again, right at Central Park because you want to take the kids and go through Central Park. This is how things fall apart.
2: Also, it's not
0: necessarily just the extreme violence, although we know certainly that is skyrocketing too. But it is all of these small, relatively inconsequential things that add up to destroy
1: the overall environment that many people are living in. This is what I was just talking to my family about, because I went over and saw them right before I came in to do the show today, Clay. And I was just saying, you know, we, we focus so much on the statistics that they can't hide like murder yes. or carjackings, you know, where people are going to report it and it's terrible and it's dangerous and bad things have happened understandably. But if you're in a healthy law and order based society, you don't have to assume that every time you go into a public place like the subway system in New York or like downtown in San Francisco, or, you know, you go to all these, think of all these different areas you're going to be screamed at with profanity and threatened by maniacs because that doesn't get really reported, right? That's not necessarily. And by the way, if you do report it, you know what's going to happen to those individuals? Nothing. But you would think that you could go on the subway and not see some guy engaging in, uh, you know, auto erotica in broad daylight in front of all the tourists, and and you, that that would be something that you could have it as an expectation, but. Even if the, even if I went and ran, ran and flagged down a plea by the way, am I going to have to go to court and testify against this guy now? <laughs> do, you know h- how involved in this do I really want to get? I don't live. Yeah, know, that's I don't why I here. said
0: I would have just walked by. I wouldn't have done anything.
1: You know, I mean, my, you know, you draw the line if someone's if you think you can help. And by the way, sometimes people have intervened to help people being attacked in the subway, and guess what happens? They get attacked, and it gets really no ugly. So you're taking a risk there. And I don't even believe that the justice system here, depending on the politics of who is involved in the assault, the altercation, et cetera. I don't think you could trust them to be reasonable. Look at what Bragg just did to the guy. No. who got shot. He by the way, I believe he's a, he's an immigrant from um I, I forget where, but the guy's an immigrant to this country, he's, he's not a white guy. And he shot the guy who shot him and Bragg chained him to a his hospital bed recovering from his wounds and charged him with attempted murder for 2 days. Yeah. That's. And he
0: did it to the bodega owner.
1: So this is why anyone, I mean, anyone who knows anything about big city politics knows it's like, oh, Buck, like, you saw this? Like, you should have, should have gotten into it. That's why, that's why not.
0: most people would just walk
1: by. I guarantee
0: you, yeah. because they said, I just don't want to get involved. I don't, and.
1: I don't trust yeah. the authorities here. Full stop. I don't trust them. It's not that I don't, by the way, it's not that I don't trust the NYPD. I trust the NYPD guys and gals to, if I said, hey, this is going on, I think they would try to do something. That guy, if arrested, would be back out on the streets in two hours. Yep. And you know what he'd be doing? The same thing. And you know what they do when they arrested him for time number 15 or number 50? Maybe they'd send him to Bellevue for an evaluation or something. He'd be out on the streets again. And I look at the cops, and I'm like, how can I blame it? It is the prosecutors. It is the mayor. It is it is Alvin Bragg. It is Eric Adams. Eric Adams is a disaster. He has been just unbelievably incompetent trying to fix this city. And I, I look around, I look at the, look what happened in Chicago, I look at these Democrats voting for more Democrats. You guys are wrong. It's not going to work. You need someone to come in and clean up the mess who's serious about it. You're not going to improve these cities otherwise. And, I mean, we're, we're losing some of the greatest American cities, and I would argue some of the greatest cities in the world, to idiotic policies that cowards who have their own shows on MSNBC. Oh, yeah, morning, Joe, please. When was the last time that guy drove a car himself to get into work every day? Oh, I'm really Mika. You know, I'll take care. First of all, he lives lives in Florida, too. Um, But, you know, the whole thing, Clay, it's... You know, they should put me in charge, man, honestly. I'd clean up the streets fast, I'll tell you that one. uh, I think it's going to just
2: have to
0: get so bad that a Giuliani-like figure rises up in many of these different hellhole Democrat cities... We certainly haven't gotten there yet in Chicago based on what happened in the mayor's race, but I think that's ultimately what's going to have to happen. People
1: haven't suffered enough. Bottom line, right. Democrats haven't suffered enough in the cities that they have destroyed. So maybe one day. All right, this is a big weekend for picture taking, as we know. Easter weekend, Passover celebrations. There's a whole lot of memory making with family get-togethers. Nowadays, we use our cell phones and we think nothing of it. But 20 years ago, somebody had that video camera out and was setting up the tripod and getting everyone the shot. I remember, Clay, with my dad, he would take out the VHS cam and be like, What do you think of your present? You know, for every present, I was like, I don't know. It's nice. I love the belt or the sweater. Anyway, how do you revisit those memories these days? Well, I know how I do it, because if you don't have a VCR player, you're out of luck, but I use Legacy Box. Legacy Box is the Tennessee-based company that takes old videotapes of yours and digitally transfer them onto files. From the time they receive them, a Legacy Box crew takes excellent care to hand transfer each one. In about three weeks' time, you get the digital files and all of your tapes returned to you. If you want a thumb drive for your computer DVDs, they're happy to accommodate that request, too. The great thing is you can finally relive all your family history again and share it with other family members far and wide. Legacy Box makes this economical. Right now, their $9 per videotape sale is on. That's 65% off. There's never been a better time to convert your entire collection. Visit LegacyBox.com to shop their $9 tape sale LegacyBox.com slash B-U-C-K to unlock this fantastic deal. They're here to shed light
0: on the truth every day. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton.
1: Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand.
0: Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts?
1: You can look to precious metals for various reasons,
0: Up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code CLAY, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. A little bit of breaking news. Stressed a little bit. It's not a massive story, but I think a lot of you out in Arizona will be interested in this. Uh, Wall Street Journal exclusive just dropped about uh, 10 minutes ago. Kirsten Sinema preparing to run the senator from Arizona who left the Democrat Party in the wake of the 2022 elections. She's going to run as an independent. Um, And that would set the stage, as the Wall Street Journal puts it out there, for an unpredictable three-way contest in the state of Arizona. Now... We don't know who the Republican nominee would be. It appears, and I may mispronounce his name, so you can potentially correct it. I think Ruben Gallegos, did I? Gallegos? Gallegos would be the favorite to be the Democrat nominee. We don't know who the Republican would be, and we don't know exactly how this would cut down and what exactly would happen in terms of how that would look. But this is uh, the scenario. That everybody should be prepared for. There has been talk that Cary Lake might run. Certainly we know Blake Masters uh, lost a relatively close race uh, in Arizona as well. So I would imagine there would be several people who were interested in running as Republicans. But what that would look like, I would think, Buck, that this would be beneficial to Republicans because you would expect that cinema would probably draw more support from Democrats than she would from uh than she would from Republicans. But again, that's kind of hard to to play out. And when you're talking about the state of Arizona where it feels like every race now comes down to fifteen or twenty thousand votes one way or the other, yeah, I don't think anybody can tell you exactly what this would mean, but it would suggest that potentially there is a chance and maybe who knows? Maybe Republicans could persuade Cinema to run as a Republican. I I, I don't know. If she's going to run as an independent, would she be open to being caucusing with the Republicans? I think all those conversations will likely be going on, and we'll see what happens.
1: Coming up, we're going to talk to uh, Steve Dace, who hosts a daily show and podcast for The Blaze, a best-selling author, and he has a film coming out, Nefarious, which is based on his 2016 book. We'll talk about some of the news of the day. Obviously, the chasing of Riley Gaines by a bunch of lunatics and some other things, as well as his take on the Biden situation. And then I want to ask him, you know, I'm always, always in favor, Clay, of any anybody who shares our basic conservative and constitutional philosophy who's able to make creative projects. We we need so much more of this. The right needs to make more of an impact in the culture and not just, you know keep america running by doing our stuff day to day right so anyway he'll be joining you us would in a think few that there's a decent lane out there given how woke so much of the
0: hollywood community has become even for kids movies you would think there's an opportunity out there to be exploited. we'll talk about that with steve day see what he thinks about creating new movies and the creative element in general in the meantime i want to tell you market's been brutal everybody knows that inflation it's everywhere Buck and I recently met with uh, with Dutch Mendenhall. Dutch is the founder of Rad Diversified. He's a patriot. And he right now, for a minimum of $1,000, you can access Rad Diversified's lucrative real estate portfolio. Dutch takes pride in ensuring all of their investors leave a legacy for future generations. You can visit raddiversified.com, connect, connect, with one of their team members to learn more. And thanks to Rad Diversified, you can reap all the benefits of being a real estate investor without any of the heavy lifting. Starting at only $1,000, we strongly recommend having a diversified investment portfolio. Rad Diversified can help all investments involve risk. Concert a financial advisor. Read the prospectus before investing. Learn more at raddiversified.com. That's raddiversified.com.
1: Clay Travis and Buck Sexton
0: on the front lines of
3: truth.
1: Welcome back to Clay and Buck. Our friend Steve Dace is with us now. He is a radio host uh, with The Blaze, podcast host as well, best-selling author. He has a Fauci book that makes me think that he might actually despise Fauci as much as me. I don't know if it's possible, but his Fauci book makes a strong case. And uh, he's also got a new film coming out, Nefarious, Steve, we'll talk about the film in a sec. How you doing? I'm good, guys. How are you? We're all right. What are you what are you seeing? I mean, when, when Biden is the presumed uh the presumed presidential contender on the Democrat side running as an uh, incumbent, but huge percentage of even democrats say he's not going to run. And then he's supposed to be a moderate, but now he's pushing title 9 to include trans men to be able to compete against women. Steve, what's what's going
2: on here? Like what's the democrat play? I mean, they're not a political party anymore, guys. I mean, they are really just a hub and a manifestation of, uh, really a form, an aberrant form of religious zealotry. Uh, They just, I mean, polling information, blowback from voters, any, any other, you know, previous market force that you would have used, uh, to try to leverage a political party from going insane just simply does not apply to them, which is why I'm, I'm going to be very fascinated with RFK Jr. getting into that race uh, because uh, obviously he has some views that are outside the mainstream on some things, but he still carries a very potent name um, and he will not uh, back down. And if anything else, if nothing else you're going to find out how many people are still sane over there, right? How, how many people just vote over there because they think they have to tolerate this woke cult uh, in order to um, get access to the social programs they think their community needs or that they think are better for uh, communities they're trying to serve, and so they just tolerate this um, uh, and, and think that's just part of the, well, uh, Faucian bargain they have to make politically to get to the end game? And then how many people are really adherents to this? And that's something that I think, the, particularly in like a, New, a state like New Hampshire, I think that's where the insertion of someone like RFK Jr. may give us that kind of an answer. I would just prepare your audience to be disappointed by it.
0: Yeah, Steve, I I would have never believed, I'm I'm guessing that you've probably seen the Riley Gaines viral video by now, she has a real radical position. She's a former college athlete who believes that women should compete against women in athletics and not men, and yet she was just attacked, shouted down, and not allowed to even share that opinion on a state university campus in California. How wild is it that that's where we are in terms of what the woke religion will even allow?
2: The big culture war, Clay, the, the big culture war battle in America, really post-counterculture emergence of the 60s and, and really in, into about the last decade, the big battle was, it, it, I, I mean, we all agreed left and right, pretty much everyone agreed you were an individual. And that came with it, some level of autonomy. Uh, you may think th- that that comes from being created in the image of God. That comes from being a higher evolved being. Uh, the argument was largely over whether there were limits on your autonomy and conscience. Is there a higher authority that I must adhere to? Am I allowed to do anything I want with another consenting adult? These were largely the arguments that were the rubric of the, of the culture war that defined liberals and conservatives for, you know, about a generation. The new argument, and this is, this is why when I started doing my thing, 15 years ago, it was to respond to things like Religious by Bill Maher. And now I play Bill Maher clips on my show favorably. And I don't think he's changed many of his views, and I know I'm probably to the right of where I was 15 years ago. Here's what's changed. The debate has. Now the debate is, am I autonomous at all? Do I have any liberty at all? Not what the extent of my liberty is, not what the limits of it are, but does it exist? Am I allowed a conscience? Am I permitted critical thinking? Am I permitted to think for myself? That is the new culture war debate, and you see this play out on social media. Uh, the same people that started off with Ukraine flags, started off with masks, started off with their jab pass, uh, and now are posting their pronouns in their bios. It, it's to show their adherence to this religion, and that's what you're seeing with Dylan Mulvaney. There's a reason why this guy is now on is now the the, the, the spokesperson for all of these companies. It's not the old let's pander, uh, you know, uh, during Pride Month in June. This is, this is like a recognition of ecclesiastical authority. He is a prophet. He's a priest. He's an apostle. And so we genuflect to him. And I think on the right, we have to be more honest about what we are up against. This is not a mere political movement. It is an absolute religion.
1: Speaking of Steve Dace, podcast host and also author and filmmaker, and Steve, to that end, your film, Nefarious... Tell the folks a little bit about it, and then we can get into how they can go and see it. But I just want to note, before you get into it, uh, it's so encouraging to see people trying to get into the cultural space here and create content that's not just sort of news, commentary, politics, and go Mm -hmm. beyond that. But tell us about the film.
2: Well, we tried to break the mold here, Buck. I mean, we think one of the things that is limited conservative and, and Christian filmmaking when it comes to original storytelling is, frankly, the people who fund it. Um, And is it nice enough? Um, Will it offend Aunt Petunia? Um, Does it do this? Does it do that? And and we just decided, let's just, you know, risk all the money we have and fund it ourselves. So we're never going to play that game. We are just going to make the best movie we can. And we're not also going to try to check ideological boxes, because all that will come out organically if we just tell the best story we can. And make no mistake, this movie absolutely exposes the woke religion, as Clay just referred to it. It, it absolutely exposes this things, these things, takes these things on. It will look and sound like a lot of the psychological thrillers from the 90s, Silence of the Lambs, Seven, Primal Fear, um, you know, back before uh, when they still made good movies in Hollywood. It'll look and sound like that. Um, uh, the production value is very high, uh, but it will absolutely be from the standpoint of our own worldview. And I, this is a, this is something that's never been tried before. I think this is why you, you, you know, there was a great review that conservative comedian uh, Tim Young wrote today over at American Greatness, saying, "Hey, this is not what is typical. It's it's breaking a mold. It's actually it's not a conservative or Christian movie. It's a real movie. It just so happens to touch on many of those themes." And so I would warn audiences like yours don't get freaked out by the marketing. Um, we are marketing as a general horror movie because we're trying to reach. Gen Z before it adopts and embraces all of the horrors we were just describing. And so we marketed it in a way that kind of appeals to what they're used to going and seeing in the movies. But make no mistake, if you can get people that are not sure what they believe or you think are going to be lost to this spirit of the age, if you can get them in the theater with our slick marketing, we are going to use this platform to say to them what you want a movie to say for sure.
0: Steve, where can people go see this movie? And I'll let you answer that uh, first. But then the second part of this is... I love horror movies. It seems like horror movies in general are ascendant right now. That is, there are many of them out there that are wildly popular. What do you attribute that rise to in our pop culture uh, as it pertains to the success of horror movies overall?
2: Last year, even though it was just coming out of COVID, uh, Clay, Hollywood still released 31 horror films last year. Um, It is the most profitable genre right now. I think it speaks to the spiritual angst that we are feeling as a culture, um, and I think because, uh, frankly, a lot of our churches collectively don't shine their lights anymore, and instead shine uh, sweater vested, khaki panted, uh, nicer than God Hawaiian shirt wearing guys. Um, people are looking for love in all the wrong places. They're looking for spirituality, but they're they're turning uh, to the darkness for it. And so that is what we try to to address with Nefarious. This is where. This is where the people are. This is where they're, they're hashing out these spiritual themes. They're not doing it in our churches anymore. They're doing it in these darker places. And so we went there to shine the light on this actual darkness. And I think I'm very proud with how, of how the film turned out. We managed to make a movie that doesn't have any F-bombs, any blood, um, any of the stuff that they normally put in movies of a, that deal with demonic themes. But on the other hand, I mean, Father Carlos Martins over at the Exorcist Files podcast says it's the most accurate demonic possession movie Hollywood has ever done, and he's the number one, uh, you know, um, exorcist rated by the Vatican. So I'm going to defer to him on that one. So if you guys, so by
0: the way, people can go see this how?
2: Uh, theaters nationwide uh, coming up on April 14th. You can get tickets at nefarioustickets.com. That's nefarioustickets.com. Steve.
1: Good big stuff, time. sir. Thanks for being with us. Come back again on the show soon. Give Glenn our regards.
2: We'll, we'll do, guys. Anytime. God bless you. Thank, Thank you. you.
1: That's big time, Buck. Release uh, theaters nationwide.
0: So uh, I can't wait to check we it need... out. I know we've got screeners. But I like to go watch scary movies in a, in an actual
1: movie theater. We, we Absolutely. And, but, you know, we need on the right more people who have a a philosophy of of life and everything aligned with ours, making writing novels, making movies. Doing scripted series. I mean, these things, this is how the left established the dominance they had for so long and how they've pushed completely insane ideas because they've just had the field to themselves. It's no doubt.
0: Um, And if you're out there right now, you're headed into the weekend, you're thinking to yourself, man, I don't have the energy I used to. Maybe you're dragging on Friday. Maybe you even feel like so bad that you feel like a member of the Biden administration. One of those pathetic dudes. In the White House right now, working on the worst administration that's ever existed in any of our lives. Lowest testosterone-laden White House ever. Not a good thing. Maybe you want to get some vitality back in your life. Well... You can get hooked up at Chalk right now. Their male vitality stack is a great example. By the way, they have a female vitality stack too. Uh, It's formulated in such a way to focus on hormone health and stress relief. It's all natural, uh, but you can get hooked up right now and make your testosterone over the next few months increase by as much as 20% just by taking these all-natural supplements for women. Get your hormones back in order and just feel better. Have better energy so you're not dragging as often when you get to Friday. Here's how you get hooked up. Go to Chalk.com. Now, that website, C-H-O-Q.com. Chalk is pronounced C-H-O-Q.com. That's how it's spelled. Visit the website. Get 35% off any Chalk subscription for life when you use my name, Clay, in that purchase price. That's Chalk.com, C-H-O-Q.com. My name, Clay, 35% off for life. Do it today.
1: Download and use the new Clay & Buck app. Listen to the program live. Catch up on any part of the show you might have missed. Use your c 24-7 subscription to get access to the guys. Find the Clay & Buck app in your app store and make it part of your day. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand.
0: Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts?
3: HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit healthlock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's healthlock.com.
0: We value the heroes from our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. So does an American company whose entire mission is built around serving this deserving group govx.com if you've served our country in one of these types of jobs go to govx.com and join the community today it's easy and totally free
1: govx members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that honor your service brands like oakley vortex optics yeti under armor and many more you'll also save big on sports tickets entertainment and travel govx.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty GovX
0: donates a portion of every order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through
1: GovX. Visit govx.com and use code BUCK in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve.
0: Welcome back in. Closing up the week.
1: We hope all of you are going to have a great
0: Friday. It is, after all, Good Friday. We hope you have a fantastic weekend if you're traveling to be with your families, friends, uh, as Easter is now almost upon us. We hope all of you have a fabulous time. And I thought we could just have a little bit of fun here. Um, As bad as your weekend might be, at least you probably won't have the difficulty of saying Kamala Harris that this solar panel manufacturing plant employee did Uh, as she tried to introduce Kamala Harris listen to this
3: when I was young my only role model was my mom who with only a high school diploma was one of the first African-American women hired at Bell South as a clerk my mother's hard work has allowed me to stand here today to introduce the vice president Kamala Harris thank you madam vice president with that being said, please help me welcome to the stage Vice President Kamala Harris. So it's a fuck you know. Wait, 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 right. you, you know, I, hold
1: on, hold on, hold on. This is important. Uh, one second, Clay. People pronounce Kamala's name different ways. To be fair, it's True. one of the only names I know of where I've heard Kamala say Kamala and Kamala. So it, it's a it's a tough one. There's some interpretation. This is like if you are a
0: uh, traveling for concert or comedy, the one thing you have to get right is the city. You know how that you know, like you'll see sometimes they'll just put on a piece of tape like down in front of the microphone, "Hey, you're in Denver," or "You're in Raleigh," like wherever. So you don't, so the guy doesn't walk out. And I understand for the people that are there, it's a big deal. Oh, this star is in this place. But when you're going to like 25 different cities and doing the same show, sometimes like you can end up in a mess. Same thing, you don't want to screw up the name of the person that you're introducing. Because you can get a lot of other details wrong and people like kind of get over it. Uh, but uh, I mean, so anyway, that's, uh, it's you. usually Kamala Harris who is the one screwing up her speeches.
1: There the introduction went awry. A, a well-known uh, news anchor told me something a long time ago that always uh, stuck with me. One of, the, uh, one of the Fox anchors. She said, if you're interviewing somebody that you don't know write their first name down on a big piece of paper in front of you on TV because it's easy to get distracted, it's easy to have a moment and whatever. And if it's clear that you don't remember the name of the person you're interviewing, (laughs) yeah. That tends to undermine the rest of the interview. So writing it, you know, if you're you're talking to a guy named John, you write John down in big in big like first grader letters, you know, on, on a sheet of paper in front of you because it can't be like come on i mean you're a great expert on the subject uh uh john <laughs> that's, yeah, that's where you just good. have
0: to not use the name
1: yeah that's
0: but dodge it um but yeah so kamala is coming to nashville as we said the biden administration has mostly ignored everything surrounding the shooting by the transgender individual now Kamala is going to come here and call everybody in the Republican Party racist because they have expelled a couple of members over the violation of decorum and rules to take over the Tennessee legislature for 45 minutes. If you missed that and you're kind of wondering what the backstory is there, uh, we had the Speaker of the House on an hour two in the state of Tennessee, Cameron Sexton, who laid out exactly what the background was on that story. But essentially, Buck, as you pointed out, and as I saw last night when I saw this story kind of circulating, they whiffed by not expelling the white woman alongside of the two black men. So now Kamala Harris is going to show up and talk about how racist all the Republicans are in Tennessee. That's that's her story.
1: Yeah, I don't know how you can be in politics and not see how this went. Of course, no one is being told that the woman said she claimed her conduct was different and should be punished less and enough of the republicans said oh okay that they didn't expel her so then she could turn right around and go right to cnn and say it was racism and that's exactly what she did it's exactly what she did hey uh, uh pro tip libs you can't trust them can't trust them i don't know what else to say tennessee statehouse what are you guys thinking over there
0: Sounds like a whiff. Uh the decision itself not a whiff, the decision not to kick out all three. I, I would just leave you with this as we roll into uh Easter weekend, and obviously we'll be back with you on Monday. Think about how crazy it is, Buck, that Riley Gaines, who we should talk with next week. She was traveling during the course of the show today, that Riley Gaines got physically assaulted at a public university in California
1: for giving a speech. In which she argued men shouldn't be able to compete against women. Well, because th- this is the, and this is a bigger philosophical point. I know we're going to end this on, we're trying to end this on a light, happy note, which we'll get to in a second, but you have to buy all of the transgender argument or else the whole argument falls apart. That's right. the problem, folks. It's not that they should be made accommodations for, etc. They are women indistinguishable from other women because they say so. And if you don't buy that argument, it all falls apart, which is why they are always, always going to be extremists. Um, we can come back on this, though. Come back uh, to this topic and other things. For those of you who are celebrating Easter, for the uh, Christians out there and uh, fellow Catholics, happy Easter in advance. I'm going to going to church with my mom and the fam on Sunday. So there's that. And Clay? I hope
0: you have decent... Subway trips for the rest of your time in New York City, and don't have to deal with any more uh, amusement park rides. I'm sticking. I'm uh, staying
1: out of the subway. I'm going to tell you right. I'm going to go do a little more walking this trip.
0: I'll be celebrating Easter, and then uh, obviously my kids' baseball season. So we're at the ballpark pretty much uh, every weekend right now. But we appreciate all of you. Encourage you to go subscribe to the podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us for 15 hours this week. We'll be back with you same bat time, same bat channel Monday. See you then. Tunnel the to Towers helps severely injured service members and first responders as well as Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders. It's already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes.
1: The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel the to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Pure
0: Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer.
1: Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. GCU believes in equal opportunity and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams, offering over 330 academic programs as of September 2023. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.